0: As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide and get $50 off your Soberlink device, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash M-M-O. This week on Moms Moving On. I
1: would say a good percentage of my clients are not on the same page, it's the couple. One is you know, ready to get the divorce, they have one foot out the door, or at least they think they want to get divorced right away. And the other partner maybe isn't sure. They're, they're lingering, they wanna save the marriage possibly. So sometimes it's hard to get the couple to the table for divorce mediation because that decision has not really been made. So I found that marital mediation is a really useful tool helping both parties decide what they really want to do, because after all, this is one of the most meaningful mental decisions you're going to make in your life.
0: Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Welcome back, everyone, to another Mom's Moving On. And today we're answering that question. Am I getting a divorce? Should I get a divorce? I think I want a divorce. My husband doesn't want a divorce or vice versa. And we have none other than Dori Schwartz back on with us. She was one of our earlier guests last year. So if you haven't met her yet, you are in for a treat. She's the founder of Divorce Harmony, which is an online mediation service. And she's a licensed attorney, Florida Supreme Court certified mediator and divorce coach. Dory, thanks so much for being here with us today.
1: Thanks for having me, Michelle. It's great to see you again.
0: It's great to see you too. And you're doing this thing called marital mediation, which I think is really interesting because if there's one question I get day in and day out is, how do I know if it's time for a divorce? I'm scared to get a divorce because I don't know if my husband and I will be on the same page. And I think this marital mediation might answer all of everybody's questions. But before we dive into that, why don't you give us like your background again, since you've already joined us before?
1: Sure. I've been practicing mediation now for about three years. And before that, I was uh, an attorney Many, many years ago. And it it really wasn't for me, uh, the traditional legal field.
0: I hear that so much, but
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I just kind of went straight from college to, to law school, but you know, I, I'm glad I got the education. But I really found my niche here with mediation. And because I love listening to people and, and helping them make decisions and empowering them to make those decisions for themselves.
0: So In a traditional mediation situation, the couple has already decided they want a divorce. Correct. And they come to you because they want to do things peacefully and easily and avoid litigation. But then there are the people who are in limbo and they don't know what they want. So can you explain how marital mediation helps settle that?
1: Right. Well, I, I, I I I came about this organically because I would say a good percentage of my clients are not on the same page it's the couple one is you know ready to get the divorce they have one foot out the door or at least they think they want to get divorced right away and the other partner maybe isn't sure they're they're lingering they want to save the marriage possibly so sometimes it's hard to get the couple to the table for divorce mediation because that decision has not really been made so i found that marital mediation is a really useful tool in in helping both parties Decide what they really want to do, because after all, this is one of the most meaningful, fundamental decisions you're going to make in your life. Mm-hmm. And and why not take that time, whether it's a few hours, a few sessions, to decide what you want to do. And and I want to be clear that there's no right or wrong decision. the, the it's not bad if you decide to get divorced, and it's maybe not. It's not the good decision if you decide to stay together. It's really what's best for each individual couple.
0: Absolutely. But I think what happens for so many women, and I'm saying women because that's who I work with and and what I can speak to from my own personal experience, is the fear of the unknown. So when you don't know what the process is going to look like ahead of you to get divorced, or you don't know what your options are in terms of co-parenting or time sharing, or the financial breakdown of things, that very often puts a hold on a woman's strong desire to move on. And so do you find that answering these questions for people in marital mediation kind of helps them make their decisions more peacefully?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's an excellent point because that's part of the marital mediation is is really describing and trying to paint a picture of that for them, what their post-divorce life would look like. Because sometimes the party that is ready to leave, they're not they don't. They don't really know the reality. What's going to be like? And sometimes they're like, "Oh, really? It's going to be like that?" Well, let me second. Guess, let me second. Guess this. You know, yeah. this is not really what I want at all. So that's really part of it is to, to paint that picture uh, and and talk about where would the kids go? What does the time sharing look like? How are you dividing your assets? Um, you know, let really let them know what it entails. And are they ready to dive into that? Or is it time to maybe take a step back and? how to
0: work on things. I love that they have that option because, you know, ignorance is bliss or in this case, ignorance is fear because what you don't know is very scary. And once you, like, I'm somebody who needs to know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen. And having those questions answered for me would have definitely helped my anxiety a little bit. I I can imagine it's so helpful for the couples you work with.
1: Yes, definitely. It, It gives them that confidence and also... They're making these decisions for themselves. They feel empowered. You give that em- empowerment to them to, because knowledge is power with anything that you don't know and you're diving into, it's better to get all the information. Like when you're pregnant, you read all the books or, uh, you know, just to prepare yourself with, yeah. what's, what's coming.
0: So how often is it that you have a couple with you doing marital mediation that come in on two totally different pages? One wants a divorce, one doesn't. What's like the success rate there? And I don't know if the success is right. keeping them together or getting yeah. them sometimes to. Sometimes
1: the success is not keeping them together for sure. Right. I would say really it's like a 50-50 of, of people that stay together, or I mean I can't comment on some of the people that I didn't divorce because sometimes we'll transition to divorce. Um, I would hope most of them are still together, or at least six, or at least happy wherever they are. Um, but I would say about fifty percent I end up divorced. I can give you that instead. How
0: do you, how do you get the partner who is not on the same page on the same page? Like how are, what is the conversation like in order to get them there?
1: Do you mean the partner that's leading out more that wants to leave?
0: The partner who, who doesn't want a divorce and, and, and you see okay. that they really need one and one really wants to divorce, but the other one doesn't.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a fine line to walk because sometimes that one partner is like, I'm out of here. No, I, Because the way that we do it is we we come all together and then I have separate sessions with with each uh, partner and then we come back together. And it's also uh, time sensitive. It's only five sessions max. So I'm constantly reminding them, okay, this is our third session. We have five sessions max. They can decide in the first session, we know what we want to do. And it's, in that way, it's different than therapy is that it doesn't go on forever. You kind of have to make a decision.
0: I love that. I love that you put like a lid on it.
1: Right, because it's not really, you know, you're in a limbo. You don't know what you want to do, and you want to, you don't want to stay in that limbo. So it, it's it's good to give them that period. It's very action based. Also, there's they each get a homework of what they need to be doing. And another way it's different than therapy is we don't look at the past trauma. We don't diagnose any mental illness. We're not casting blame on anyone. Uh, it's really about looking at yourself and seeing what you can do because you can only really control your own behaviors. Not your partners. So, if everybody does their homework, hopefully we can get to a better place. And even if that better place is divorced, you can use those tools for your next relationship because sometimes those problems carry on to your next relationship because you may attract the same people with the actions that you're doing. So, it's, it's a, a good process either way, staying together or, or deciding to divorce.
0: The couples that come to you, have you, do you find that they've already been in marital counseling? Many, yes have, have already done that. So you're like the last stop on the way to whatever's next.
1: Usually, yes. Or they're still doing counseling and it's just another step to, to help them in that journey, decide what to do.
0: So, okay. So let's say somebody comes to you, you've decided or they've decided it's time for a divorce at the end of the fifth session do they then stick with you to mediate or do you say, go out, find your own attorneys or get educated about the divorce process and come back if you need me?
1: Right. No, I usually do do their divorces. They're already comfortable with the format. um, And we just kind of transition to the divorce mediation.
0: So let's go from there. We have to talk a little bit about mediation because I do typical mediation because I get a lot of questions about it all the time. Back when I got divorced, I thought it was like this scary, like round table where you all sit there and fight because I had only seen it in movies and I didn't know. Had I known better, it probably would have been the best option for my ex-husband and I to take early on versus waiting till the very end when tensions were super high. Um, right. What What would you say are like the three benefits to starting with mediation once you've decided you want a divorce?
1: Number one is your wallet, for sure. <laughs> you know, you're not shelling out these huge retainers to attorneys and you're, and you're starting, you know, in a more affordable route. And, and including in that wallet is also valuable, you know, time, just your time. It's it's less time consuming and, you know, you're not going to be in court, hopefully, for years. Number two is the same thing with marital mediation, just empowerment. You have you have the power to make those decisions for yourselves and to hopefully plan out, especially if you have children, what their life is going to look like both parents are going to have that opportunity to make those decisions for their kids the, the most important things in their lives so you have that you know so you don't have a team of attorneys and the judges telling you what you're going to do so you really have that for yourself that power which sometimes people don't realize they have because they're in you know it's a flux state of the divorce and your mind is you're not thinking clearly but if you can get to that mediation can realize that you do have that power to make those decisions,
0: decisions, which I like that. You said that so many people realize, don't realize that they have that option, you know, and, and something I work with women on all the time is like helping them understand that just because your sample parenting plan says one thing doesn't mean it has to be that way. And you can really craft this as a blueprint for the rest of your life. And it's all about negotiating. But again, you know, there's no school, there's no class in school that teaches you like what to do if you're going to get divorced. So I love that we're able to give this information to people.
1: Right. Right. And I would say also another benefit is when you craft that decision for yourselves, you're more likely to stick with it and and create hopefully a better co-parenting relationship because you're both the authors of this plan together.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Before we do anything, I have to ask. Have you not joined the Moms Moving On membership community yet? This is the place I created for anybody looking for the benefits of coaching without having to commit to a high coaching fee. I've rounded up my go-to experts to put together curated content just for you, including free monthly webinars with me, self-confidence boosters, co-parenting tips and strategies, heartbreak advice, divorce anxiety relief, legal advice from top U.S. attorneys and mediators, financial advice, ebooks to help you on your journey, journal prompts and worksheets, discounts for all my favorite brands. The list goes on and on and on. And all of this at only $9.99 a month. Yep, you heard that right. $9.99 a month to be connected to women all over the world who are going through exactly what you're going through and to connect with me. Go to MomsMovingOn.com slash become a member and join us today. Have you worked with high conflict couples who are just so difficult and on opposite sides of the fence with everything?
1: Absolutely. And, and, And also communication problems where, you know, they kind of keep everyone in the dark and yeah, there's a lot of that.
0: Really? How do you, yeah, o- yeah. how, how are you able to overcome all of that? Cause that's hard.
1: I have to take a deep breath and, you
0: know, <laughs> Whoops, um, <laughs>
1: just, you know, realize people, good people, sometimes when they're going through hard things, sometimes don't act rationally. So you kind of have to just go with the process and do all you can do is that neutral third party. You know, you can't remember not take sides and be neutral and really just try to help them communicate effectively. That's really my job is to make sure that the there's, because as long as there's that open line of communication, it can work.
0: Now I have to ask when you see that one or both of the parties you're helping is just being completely out of line and not keeping the child's best interests first and foremost, are, do you just say, you know what, call your attorneys or go get a psych eval or like, what? Do you, how do you, how do you do that? Like, how do you rein yeah. them back in? Because that's that's really where so many people struggle. Is this
1: right? Because they can't control their ex uh, actions, and it can be really frustrating, especially when the kids are involved or it it affects the kids. There's really nothing you can do with their behavior. You can't you can't change them, and that's probably why you got divorced (laughs) or you're getting divorced. I say that all the time.
0: Like if you could magically change a person or influence the way they think, you'd probably not be getting divorced.
1: Right, and the, yeah, like, like we said, the only thing you can do is control yourself, you, be the best parent you can be. And, and as long as your child's okay, like just try to disengage and just do your part and, and really be parallel to this person that's your co-parent, but not take everything so personally. It, it's easier said than done, I know. It's, it's, it's really, really hard, but it, it, it's still better than, than litigating know going for a battle.
0: Yeah. Well, there's something on your website that stuck out to me. I think it's one of your testimonials where somebody said it's so much better than having two attorneys fighting each other because in the divorce process, it, it's not just you and your ex spouse. Now it's two hot headed attorneys very often that want to win and want to keep this fight going. And so, you know, you're, you're sort of like skipping the middleman there. And I think that's really helpful because I know exactly we yeah. all get riled up by our attorneys or the divorce process or, start fighting for things we didn't even realize we might want to fight for. And then we're like, what are we doing?
1: Right, and kind of the problem, problems you didn't know you had get added to the mix and it just gets more complicated and less communication with, with your ex. When you have that communication, even if it, you don't like that person, it's just much, much less complicated.
0: You're and like, you're like a divorce referee. Like you should wear a black and white striped exactly. shirt. Yes.
1: That's a great idea. I, I, I should do that.
0: That can be your logo. <laughs> you're welcome.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I but, wonder if they have that. We should trademark that. The divorce rest, recovery.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's just, but that's what it is. If if we all had a neutral party to come in in between of our most our most difficult conversations and say, "Hey, let's let's look at this down the middle and not from your perspective or your perspective," I think it would make all the difference. Absolutely. Well, I love the work that you do. So, tell me, are you practice? Are you able to help people outside of the state of Florida?
1: I do. Yes. For, for marital mediation, divorce mediation.
0: Amazing.
1: I don't file with the paperwork for them in, out of state, but I definitely do the mediation.
0: So how would that work for, let's say, a listener from California? You'd walk them through the whole process.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. So I've been doing mediation via Zoom, even before COVID. That was my method. Uh, so we would do the mediation just like this, like how we are now, and go through all the issues that we need to go through. Uh, they have children, the time-sharing, child support, division of assets, and debts, alimony. And I like to do max two-hour sessions because like you said in the traditional, how you picture like the conference table and it's so scary, some of those mediations could go for like 10, 12 hours and it's torture and people get cranky and bad decisions are made. So I like to keep it max two hours and then continue when we need to continue and do separate sessions. And then at the conclusion, I do a marital settlement agreement. Or we, you know, I just uh, spell out everything that they came to, all the agreements they came to.
0: And then they file it with the state that they're in. Exactly. Right. How helpful. So you have to like know all the laws of each state. Yes. Gosh, Gosh. there's 50 different ways to get divorced, I imagine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Our state is very uh, divorce friendly. I mean, if you want to get divorced, you can do You don't have to wait any time. And uh, it's pretty simple.
0: There are many states that have like a six month separation. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. How do you navigate that? Do you mediate at the end of that, at, before that?
1: Usually before, because they've decided to get divorced and then they just kind of have to hold on to that and and, and wait. What's
0: that? What is the logic behind that? Like maybe at the end of these six months, they'll want to stay together.
1: I don't know. I feel like it's very archaic. Yes. If people want to get divorced, they should just be able to make that decision for themselves. It's not a decision of a state. It's very personal. Right. And um, and like some some states, you have to have a reason to get divorced, which is also crazy. Like, why does the state need to know your business? Right,
0: right. Like, irreconcilable wow. differences or right craziness. Well, that's we divorce for you. Divorce was not designed to be sane, I guess. But you are putting a little sanity back into the process for sure. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. You as well. <laughs>
0: I'm it's trying. So you know, it's. Yeah. There's just so much benefit to having someone hold your hand through the process, I find, whether it's marital mediation or mediation or coaching. This is not something you want to go through alone.
1: Right. Or even listen to the advice of your friends because every divorce is different.
0: That's actually a really good point that I, I wanted to bring that up earlier because I can't imagine how many people come to and they're like, well, my friend said that, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to have any of his money. Or my friend said that he could take the kids away from me if, if I piss him off. Right.
1: Or alimony, like, oh, you know, my, my friend got this much money. I want to get that too. Like, you know. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I get that a lot. It's like, um, or, or, you know, people, women who are in relationships with very high conflict men who tell them, well, if you leave me, you'll never see your kids again. And they believe that. And I'm like, no, there are laws right, protecting yeah, yeah. you. <laughs> right.
1: That's the first, that's, that's actually a big one. People have misconceptions, like a lot of times with custody and, and I have to explain that. So a lot of judges are geared towards 50-50 if that's what parents what parents, want. It's in the best interest of the children to see both their parents and not use them as a weapon. You're not gonna be able to listen to the kids.
0: Yes, people. This is why I say it almost every episode and in everything I do, just because someone says something doesn't make it true. Unless it's a divorce professional like Dory. Dory. Uh, and Michelle. <laughs> where, can, where can everybody find you?
1: I am at divorceharmony.com.
0: DivorceHarmony.com and on Instagram, the same, right? Divorce Harmony? Yes. Divorce Harmony. Okay. Well, I, you heard it here first, guys. And if you check out her website, there's actually a tab that says cheap divorce, right? It makes me laugh. Oh,
1: yes.
0: Cheap divorce. It's <laughs> better than that? My
1: SEO guy told me to do that, so but it works.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. I can imagine many people Google that because I've seen like billboards on 95. That's like, get divorced for $99. Right. I don't
1: think that's possible. But right. It's
0: a good <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> All right, yeah. Dory. Well, it was a pleasure having you.
1: Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.
0: Any last words of advice you'd have for a mom starting out on the divorce process?
1: I would say, and I think I've told you this before, the best thing you can do is just stop and take a deep breath and not make any decisions until you have that calmness and that you know time to breathe and, and think about what you're going to do.
0: Amen. No good decisions were made out of anger ever. Love it. Thank you so much for being here. And for the rest of you, thanks for listening. Thank you. See everybody soon. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.